I want you to list all the things you think you either could do or should do. And be exhaustive. It might be a ton of little things. It might be a few big things. It's probably a mix of both. But you really want to get it all down. And so I sometimes recommend that you do this whole exercise once, and then you come back to it in a week or two, because you're going to realize like, oh, wait, I forgot about this, or I really should incorporate that, or you'll start to make progress on one thing, and it'll give you these other ideas. So just know that this is a fluid process. And you want to regularly be revisiting this. So this isn't like a one and done thing. It is going to be something that as soon as you do it, it's going to really help. But it's also something that is going to need to evolve over time. You are listening to the High Growth Founders Podcast, where we give you unfiltered truth and ideas about accelerating the growth of your startup and becoming the founder you were born to be. No fluff, no games, just straight to business. I'm your host, Casey Jones. Through my career as a coach, consultant, advisor, and mentor, I've worked with hundreds of founders on their go-to-market strategy, building an authentic personal brand, and growing as a leader. You are here for one thing, growth. And this show is dedicated to helping founders accelerate growth, period. We will dive into not only the best strategies that are working today, but discuss the biggest mistakes and failures that industry leaders have made in the past so you don't have to. So kick back, relax, and let's get into the show. One of the greatest strengths of entrepreneurs is that they see opportunity absolutely everywhere. They can look at a situation and immediately think about how they can use it to their advantage or put something into action to help their business grow. They see opportunity freaking everywhere. One of the greatest weaknesses of entrepreneurs is they see opportunity everywhere. Um, There's a reason why so many of us have ADHD because of that, right? We ping pong to a million different things, but what winds up happening is we wind up really struggling in our ability to be focused. And we all know, we've read it a million times, that what separates the truly successful entrepreneurs from the rest is that ability to focus. And I have had this conversation with so many of my clients where they are spread too thin, and I know I have been there a million freaking times. They're spread too thin. There's a million things on their plate. There's a million directions they could go in, and they do not know how to choose. So this episode is all about this ridiculously simple system to help you choose, to help you prioritize all the things that you've got going on in your life and get focused and have a plan, one that removes the emotion from it so you know what you need to do and you can get it done. So listen to this episode. I have a feeling this is going to be a very helpful one for a lot of you. Also, I share in the episode that I do have a free downloadable that goes along with this. So it becomes much, much easier for you to put this stuff into action. So let's dive in. One of the hardest things about being an entrepreneur, and let's be honest about life in general, is that there's always a million things you could be doing. I mean, truly, at any given point in your business, there's probably a thousand 
I know I said a million before, but let's let's be reasonable. A thousand things that you could do to move your business forward, to help you as a founder, as an entrepreneur, as a person. There are so many different considerations and pressures kind of pulling at you uh, from every single angle. And figuring out what to do and when to do it is pretty much the hardest part. And we've all read this, you know, what really separates truly successful entrepreneurs from the rest is focus. And I know from myself, but I also know from the many entrepreneurs that I've worked with and I've coached, figuring out what you should be focusing on at any given moment is incredibly difficult. I remember vividly having this conversation with a client. This is probably about a year ago. And she came to me and she was like, I am so overwhelmed. There's a million things I could be doing. And I'm so overwhelmed by all of it that I feel like I'm making zero progress on any of it. And I think we've all been there at any given moment. And even if you haven't gotten in that that stuck cycle from overwhelm, I guarantee you have realized, oh, I've spent the whole day doing busy work that doesn't actually move my business forward. And now I'm at the end of the day and I feel like I've just wasted eight hours. Or you go through a couple of weeks and you realize you've really been paying attention to something that wasn't going to move the needle forward and you knew it, but you did it anyway. And so today we're going to talk about how do you prioritize? How do you know what needs to be done and what is the best use of your time? And I want to be clear that this system I'm going to teach you In my work at Virtual, my day job, where I'm working with kind of the board of directors for nonprofit clients, this is something that I've been taking them through because oftentimes they can't agree on what should be done. Each one has their own sort of project, their own thing that they want to focus on. And so this is a phenomenal way of getting everybody on the same page and kind of taking the emotion out of it. So let me explain. Now, I'm I use very nerdy language to describe this. I usually refer to this as my prioritization rubric, but I understand that that is not language that really like grabs people. So this is your focus cheat sheet. This is the the for, your focus formula. Let's say that. And how I learned this is I actually learned this years ago when I talk about this often because I learned a lot from these folks. I was the only marketer. I was the only non-developer on a team. And this was actually what they would use to decide which features they would build next. It was part of their kind of waiting system for developing their product roadmap. And I think from what I've read, this is not the popular way that product managers do this anymore. So... take that with a grain of salt. But I found this to be incredibly helpful for myself, for my clients. And truly, anytime I'm working with someone who feels a little overwhelmed or not sure what to do next, and we go through this every single time afterwards, there's this sigh of relief, this feeling like, oh, okay, like I know what to do. I've got a plan. And it is genuinely simple. I also, I've built basically a, a Google Sheet You can also use it in Excel, however you want to do it, that makes it super simple to make this for yourself. So I will share that link in the show notes so that you can click through. It's free and give it a try for yourself. So 
All right, let's dive into it. So the biggest thing is what you really want to do is kind of take inventory of both where you are, all the things that you think you need to do or are things that you think you could do, and figure out how you're going to prioritize. And so we're going to take this step by step. So the very first step is you want to determine what is your most important goal. And oftentimes people really struggle with this. So especially if you're overwhelmed, especially if you're feeling a little bit frantic because of all the things you need to do, here's how I want you to think about this. I want you to think about if you solved one problem or hit one goal, what would instantly make you feel like you've bought yourself some breathing room? Most of the time, this is money. <laughs> I'll be honest with you. Most of the time for entrepreneurs, but also, you know, in my nonprofit clients, it's, hey, you know what? If we can get a, an influx of cash, then it, one, it gives us some money that we can invest in other initiatives, in other projects, in longer term things. But it also, it buys us a little bit of time to work on some of the things that are longer term, that can have much bigger impact in the future, but you need to have those kind of quick and easy wins to buy yourself that time. Okay. And so the first thing you want to do is determine what is that most important goal or problem to solve. Okay. If you're listening to this show, I know you care about growth, growth of the revenue and even better, the profits of your business, growth of the freedom and autonomy in your life and growth of yourself as a founder. And you are exactly who I created the high growth founders newsletter for. When you subscribe every week, you get an email with simple, actionable advice to help you be the high growth founder you were meant to be. No BS, no fluff just the strategies, tactics, and resources I've learned that help you grow your business and yourself as a founder. So go to newsletter.highgrowthfounders.com and subscribe today. Second, I want you to list all the things you think you either could do or should do and be exhaustive. It might be a ton of little things. It might be a few big things. It's probably a mix of both, but you really want to get it all down. And so I sometimes recommend that you do this whole exercise once, and then you come back to it in a week or two, because you're going to realize like, oh, wait, I forgot about this, or I really should incorporate that, or you'll start to make progress on one thing, and it'll give you these other ideas. So just know that this is a fluid process. And you want to regularly be revisiting this. So this isn't like a one and done thing. It is going to be something that as soon as you do it, it's going to really help. I can almost promise that. But it's also something that is going to need to evolve over time. And this is why I like this kind of spreadsheet that I've built. It's really basic and simple. And I'm sure each of you are going to find other things to add to it or ways to improve it or adjust it if you do please let me know because I would love to see what you do with it. But just know that it's basic so that you can start to evolve it on your own and you can make it work for you. Okay. So you want to list all of those things that you could be doing. And by the way, just another quick thing. This is also a great 
kind of uh, system you can use in different aspects of the business. So I'll give you an example. I'm going through this with a client right now where we're working on everything to bring in revenue. And we are in the process of doing one of these just for that. There's a million other things that they want to improve about the organization and priorities that they want to hit, but they know that revenue is the first one. So we, once we nailed that down, we're super focused on that. So you can also approach it that way. But if you are a business owner, an entrepreneur, and you really you need to think about like, okay, all the places that I could be spending time and money in my business, include it all. Include it all. Okay, so step number three, and this is really where this is where it happens. So what you're gonna do is you're gonna rank each one of those things that you've you've written down by five different criteria. And now I recommend using a six-point scale. I want you to use an even number, no matter what number you pick, use an even number because you don't want to have a bunch of things that are like, oh, it's right in the middle. I want you to resist that temptation of putting something like, oh, it's right in the middle. Pick a side. I used to use a four-point scale, and as I've been going through this a few times lately, I don't think it allows for enough nuance. And so I realized that while we were doing it, almost like everything was coming out with numbers that were way too close. And it made it a little bit harder for us to pick the right things and get excited about the difference in them. Okay. So six point scale, you can do a four point, six point, eight point, 10 point, whatever. You're going to rank all of the things that you just wrote by five different criteria. So number one, how much impact would they have on your number one goal? Right? Okay. So if it's revenue, how much revenue could it help you create? Number two, how much impact would it have on other things? So even if you've narrowed this down, you do want to think like, hey, I know that this is going to help bring in money, but I also know it's going to hit these like three or four other goals. And that means you think that you want to weigh those a little bit heavier because it has more of this kind of global reach. Number three, how fast can you get it done? So now this is one of the things that makes it a little confusing from a from a waiting standpoint. Fast, and by the way, what I'm saying is how much impact, it should be the higher number. Okay, but how fast, the faster you can do it or the and or the cheaper you can do it. So resources or expenses in any way, you want it to be the higher number. So it's got to have some consistency of like how you're ranking things, the higher the number, the better. Okay. And that can, it can be a little bit confusing. Number four, the likelihood of success. So you might find that there are things where you're like, holy moly, if this works, it's going to be freaking amazing, but there's only a 20% chance that it's going to work. So you want to sort of deprioritize that, right? When you're focused on where is the best use of your time, you want to focus on the things where you have the best chance at success and big success. And last but definitely not least, how excited are you to do it? (laughs) 
Because let's be real, you might have certain things where they've got a really good chance, but you think, oh my God, that's the last thing I want to do. The thought of it makes me absolutely miserable. And so you might not want to do it, or you might not want that to be the first thing that you do. So include that because it's also, it might be one of those things where maybe your goal is to make money and you knock out some quick and easy wins, you bring in some revenue, and then you can find someone else to do the thing that has a chance of really of good success, but you really don't freaking want to do it. So keep that in mind. Okay. So those five criteria, how much impact would it have on your number one goal? How much impact on other things? How fast can you get it done? the likelihood of success, and your excitement to do it or get it done. Very, very, very simple. So now what you do, you add up all of those scores and you've got your plan. The first thing you're going to do is the one with the highest score, and then you're going to work your way down. And I promise there is something that happens when you do this where it just sucks the emotion out of it. And you're like, okay, I know what I need to do. And you can just start working through it. It's also, like I mentioned, if you've got a team or if you've got a group of people that you need to get on the same page, going through this exercise as a group and talking through each one of these criteria, maybe if it's a group thing, you don't need the whole excitement part, but it'll help suck the emotion out of it and get everybody sort of in agreement of how to proceed, how to move forward. So I hope this is helpful. Check out the link that I've shared in the show notes so that you can download this, what did I call it? The focus formula (laughs) and and try it out. And please, like I said, if you make tweaks to it, or even if you don't, let me know how it goes because I love learning if there's parts about it that are confusing, parts of it that that you would change. I want to always make it better for all of you. So give me some feedback on how it works and what truly works about it and what was kind of a pain in the butt. I hope this helps. I hope this makes you feel like you've got a plan for moving forward and in your growth. And side note, you can also use this for things in your personal life. You can apply it across the board in your life. So give it a try. Let me know how it goes. And as always, in love and growth, thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed that episode today on the High Growth Founders Podcast. If you love what you heard, subscribe to the show of whatever podcast platform you're tuning in from. Much like this show, I love getting into the good, the bad, and everything in between. So please, feel free to express yourself in the reviews of the show. Leaders are the best givers. And after all, we are all here to learn from one another. So please, if this episode made you think of a founder who is leveling up in their business, take a screenshot and share it with them. And if you're looking for some help identifying where you have the most opportunity to grow your startup or yourself, take my growth audit at a betterjones.com slash growth audit. You'll answer some questions about your business and yourself as a leader that will shed some light on where you can improve. Plus, you'll have the chance to book some time with me to talk through your results. Okay, that's what I've got. In love and growth, I am out of here. See you next time.